This is it. Today is the day I am finally recording my first ever podcast. You guys don't know how long this took behind the scenes, okay? But anyway, <laughs> I am finally here. I'm finally doing this. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for sparing your precious time listening to my first ever podcast where I tackle topics on self-love and personal growth. My name is Siobhan Singson, but you may call me Shov for short. I am 20-something years old. Try to figure that out. I do love musical theater and iced coffee like a lot. Like as of this moment, I am so in love with the Hamilton original soundtrack on Spotify. I cannot stop listening to it. I think I've been listening to it for a week now. Actually two. Yeah, two weeks. I am a Virgo for all of you astrology geeks out there, which means I truly enjoy planning and organizing. However, I do also have an intense high standard for myself and sometimes for other people. So again... Hi, welcome to my first ever episode in this podcast called Life Espresso with Siobhan. In this podcast, we'll be tackling on topics like self-love, personal growth, and advice, life advice in general. And espresso, because as I've mentioned earlier, I do love my iced coffee. So basically, this entire podcast is kind of like a informal conversational type of podcast so grab a cup of iced coffee sit back relax and enjoy today's episode of life espresso with siobhan but before i start do check out my blog site which is misswhoblogs.com again misswhoblogs.com you'll be able to find the transcript of today's episode on my blog post you can check out the link in the description provided. It's my first time doing podcasting, so I don't know where the description is, up, down, left, right. But it is there. Everything, all the links are provided there. So what inspired me to create this whole blog and podcast in the first place? Now, actually, after my college life, I gradually fell in love with reading self-help books and listening to life advice podcasts. Fun fact, it was actually my second heartbreak that inspired my personal self-growth process. So I guess you could say I'm quite thankful to have gone through the downfall because I grew from that and now here I am. I'm now a more emotionally mature person than I used to be. So with that being said, I guess you can say I'm qualified to be sharing my next few tips with you. I know <laughs> it's quite subtle right there. But yes, for today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my top five tips that has helped me to become the best version of myself during that process. And hopefully, this will also be quite helpful to you as well. Number one, I changed my perspective on things. And what do I mean by that? Basically, I had a more positive outlook on life. I wish none of my bosses are listening to this because <laughs> let's just say that I'm a person who gets so bored easily. When I first graduated college, I took up three part-time jobs and uh, I worked every single day without having a break but I was okay with it because I enjoyed every single day because it was all different however now I'm at my second full-time job and let's just say that I am quite bored already nothing to do with the job everything is fine I'm just not into it anymore if, if that makes sense so basically I'd like to apply this scenario into the first point that I have here, which is I have to, and I did actually, I changed my perspective on things. So I am now at my ninth month in this job. And oh, last, another fun fact. Um, I have never stayed in a job for more than a year. The longest I have is this one, nine, nine months. And 
I was really enjoying my current job. It was not until a few months later, about six or seven, that's usually when I stop. I, I get, like, I hate it. I am bored. But with COVID um, spreading around, we're actually now on our third wave of coronavirus here in Hong Kong. Um, I have no choice but to stay. And instead of giving up, I was actually this close to giving up. I've reached the point of burnout. But instead, I slowly tried to change my perspective on things hey a lot of people are jobless a lot of people are job hunting you're there you at least you've got a job at least you're working there are people who are sitting at their homes wishing and searching non-stop for jobs to have money here you are with the luxury of going to work every day that basically helped me and thus i was able to extend my stay for more than two months as of now i don't have that bad mentality anymore i enjoy my job once again so basically the solution here is to learn to be grateful with what you have now learn to be thankful because at the end of the day a lot of people are struggling and wishing that they are in your position so if you find yourself being trapped once again you feel like you are lost you don't know what to do you hate what's going on in your life right now then try to see this problem in a different light try to look around this issue think of why you held on for so long why you started this in the first place just think of the different reasons that came to your conclusion that you are here and by doing so, this can help you also to change your perspective, to have a more positive outlook on your situation. It could help you to see whether you really do belong in this state or it is time to move on. Number two, I acknowledged and accepted my weaknesses and failures. It is totally normal to not feel that way. There are times that even I will still drown in my sorrows because I did this and I failed at that. But it is basically like a roller coaster for me. There are times where I'm okay. There are times where I'm not okay. And that is completely normal. I actually did mention this in several of my blog posts, which you may want to check out. The best example I could give you is I used to do YouTube. <laughs> I used to post like a ton of videos and YouTube used to be a place where you could express yourself like during the times when it's all comedy all information and all just for pure entertainment in general however now it's like youtube is a platform where you brand yourself so the category really differed in several years and the posts that i were making were based on pure entertainment however by looking at other YouTubers, I felt belittled. I felt like I had to brand myself in order to post good quality YouTube videos where people would watch and enjoy. And that really affected my mental health at that point. I am a perfectionist, so there are two identifications for a perfectionist. There is adaptive and maladaptive. Adaptive is basically the perfectionist that strives to achieve their goals, while obviously the opposite, maladaptive, will instead drown in their sorrows because they wish to be perfect. I don't know if I <laughs> explained it right. Let me just search. Give me a second. Okay, here we go. Basically, according to study.com, individuals with adaptive perfectionism 
set realistic standards and can accept when they fail to achieve these standards. While maladaptive perfectionism is perfectionism that gets in the way and includes setting unrealistic standards, overreacting when not reaching such standards and needing always to be in control. <laughs> so yeah, I was that one. The second one, the latter one. Yes, I... Uh, yeah, that is not funny at all. <laughs> um, it really affected my health during those times when I was posting a lot on YouTube. So at one point, I broke down and deleted everything, which I regret now because I never had a soft copy for myself. <laughs> Dang it! That is so sad. I wish I saved them first before I literally like deleted everything. I should have had it in my hard drive. Dang now I'll never remember how they look like. But okay, on a serious note, while I was writing the script of this podcast, I just finished watching the series of The Last Airbender. I am still in love with it and I might rewatch it again later after the podcast. But I was inspired by Zuko's entire story to write this quote here, which I have also written in several of my blog posts. One cannot achieve greatness until they've experienced great failures firsthand. And the best solution for this situation to acknowledge and accept your weaknesses and failures is a quote by Zuko himself in one of the episodes. And so I quote, You have to try every time. You can't quit because you are afraid you might fail. There you have it. So I would like you to tell me who did Zuko say that to and from which episode is that from and give me its title the hint is it was displayed at book three the third point of what made me a better version of myself is that i kept a journal or planner so as i've mentioned earlier i am a virgo so i do love organizing and planning and this has helped me to be on top of my game it was really useful because i i mean i did naturally love organizing and planning but it also really pushed me to stay focused on a given task at hand i have tried bullet journaling however i'm really bad at drawing i don't know again i i'm such a perfectionist when it comes to bullet journaling one error i completely tear a page and i, I just stop right there so i have planners instead um, but if you are a very, very creative person, bullet journaling would be best for you because it exercises your right brain. Anything from mood to finance, bucket lists, or even daily tasks in general, doing bullet journaling or just writing in a planner simply can really reduce your stress and it can really keep you grounded from anything that's overwhelming you, all the tasks that, that, that may be too challenging. At least it's all strategically organized into your planner or your bullet journal and you get to see everything all sorted out, all clean, and you are very prepared to go through the day with just a simple book. How amazing is that? Just a simple book. Um, basically, what I'm saying is a journal or a planner is something that has been of really big help for me during my self-growth process. Number four, I made sure that I spared time for my hobbies and passions. Doing things that I love keeps me sane. Because of my 12-hour job, I'm usually running out of time. So I like to make sure on my free time or on my off days, I have like two off days per week, 
I would use that time to make videos, to create content. As of this moment, I'm actually using my free time right now. It's my, it's, I'm currently at no paid leave, unfortunately. But I'm using this time to make this podcast for you. It is a hobby or it's a passion of mine that I would hopefully one day would see myself doing this for a living, uh, will, which is quite unbelievable as of this point, seeing it far in the future. But, you know, I can dream. I can dream big. <laughs> this is a realistic goal, okay? This is not an unrealistic goal. But sparing some time to do your hobbies and your passions, especially the fact that you have other things you've got going on in your life, it will help you to continue enhancing your skills. It makes life more enjoyable, actually something to look forward to because not everyone has the luxury of living the life that they envision a lot of people including myself i did work a 12-hour job at the very beginning i was adapting so i used my off days to sleep or do whatever however i felt like i wasn't living the life that i want the way my schedule goes is i live in an island so i still have to take a scheduled ferry to catch so I work a nine-to-nine job. <laughs> that sounds... Yeah, basically, my workplace is my home. So I go straight to work. I come back and sleep. And that is not the life that we all want. We all want to live the life that we envision. So doing a hobby or passion during your spare time, even if it may be tiring, because I know that you would prefer to sleep or take a rest, like just take a break, do nothing during your off days. But it would be nice if you can also schedule your off days coming from a person who loves planning. <coughs> I'm sorry, if you don't, then do whatever you want that makes you happy during your off days. But for me personally, it really helped me because I still get to do something productive while at the same time enjoy lounging around, just being lazy all in one day. My fifth tip is to learn to stop allowing yourself to drown in comparisons. And I say that in present tense, not in past tense, because I am still learning. <laughs> in one of my old YouTube videos, which I have deleted, I did a challenge, no social media for a week, which was inspired by my friend. Her name is Ia. Shout out to you. Thank you for giving me the inspiration. Basically, as you can tell, I obviously didn't use social media for a week. The only... Um, form of communication I had that time was WhatsApp because I needed that for work. Otherwise, everything else was gone. And at that week, it felt very relaxing. I really loved being refreshed by the fact that there is nothing to compare yourself with. There was no upsetting news. There was nothing basically to drown you in your tears and your sorrows. Nothing to make you feel bad about yourself or any surrounding that could really affect your health or your mental health. I really did enjoy that and I would highly recommend it to those who need some decluttering, some mental decluttering. Because social media is fake and toxic. I don't know if you need any further explanation, but honestly, that alone doesn't need any explanation. You can already tell by the amount of hours you spend holding your gadgets every single day. Comparisons will only drown you in shame and self-doubt. Nothing good comes from comparing. Yes, you may be inspired. However, too much of the inspiration can lead you to comparisons. I think it would be best if you try to control. There is a difference between being inspired and 
using that inspiration to try to make you look exactly like the person that you idolize. Remember that you are unique in your own way. Use that inspiration to improve and further better yourself rather than creating an exact replica of them. I am going to give you a bonus sixth tip. Wow, congratulations. Thank you for making it this far. <laughs> but yes, my sixth bonus and final tip is to prioritize yourself. I am an HSP. And what does that mean? HSPs, also known as highly sensitive people, are more aware of subtleties and process information deeply. According to HighlySensitiveRefugee.com, this means they tend to be creative, insightful, and empathetic. But it also means they are more prone than others to stress and overwhelm. A lot of people would often misunderstood this as a disease or disorder, but it's really more of an emotional thing that HSPs are feeling. So one best example I could give you about me before the self-growth process was I had a toxic job which actually affected my health. I worked there for three months. And during the three months, um, let's just say that I needed to go to a doctor, get some medicine, because that's how bad this job has affected my health. I never realized, well, I never expected how bad a, a simple emotion can make you feel. The only reason why I never left that job is because I am the type of person that hated disappointing people. I always thought that this would be it. This would be the job where I would grow and showcase myself. However, at times like this, it is appropriate to give up. Not give up in a sense that you stop right there, but to move on. In, in this case, moving on would be the best solution. So sometimes stop right there because... You really need to prioritize yourself, your health, your emotions, and your mentality. And that was also the time where I started to isolate myself from everyone. But instead of seeing that as a negative impact, I used that time to drown myself in the self-help books and podcasts. I started learning a lot more about taking good care of myself, and most importantly, my mentality. It is always very important to practice self-care, always seek out some life advice and self-help advices from anyone, maybe a friend. It may be through reading books. It may be through listening to podcasts. Anything that can make you feel much better, feel more relaxed, feel more comfortable, because in this life, you are meant to live comfortable, not just to survive. And so, those were my top six tips, instead of five. <laughs> those were my top six tips, which helped me become the best version of myself, which will most definitely help you as well. Are there other tips which personally helped you in terms of self-growth? Let me know by getting in touch with me on Twitter, Pinterest, Facebook, or my blog site, which is once again, misswhoblogs.com. All links are provided in the description below, wherever it is placed. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. If you did, make sure to hit the follow button to catch my next episode. Don't forget to check out my blog as well and subscribe while you're there. Once again, thank you so much for listening. This has been Siobhan Singson in Life Espresso with Siobhan. Live a happy, healthy, and comfortable life. Until next time.